water is not necessary and all of that at the sit down do you know it's a choice do you agree with me make my work easier now make it easier do you agree with me okay so they take that choice when you see, there are two categories of people in the church those who are thankful those who are unthankful those who are thankful are those who are grateful because the bible says in all things we must give thanks whether good or bad so we have those who are grateful and those who are ungrateful psalms 104 tells us that we must be thankful because god made us because god made us psalm 100 verse 4 colossians chapter 3 verse 15 commands us that we must be thankful and be grateful but do you see in Luke chapter 6 verse 35 Luke chapter 6 verse 35 the Bible says but love your enemies and do good and lend hoping for nothing again and your reward shall be great and you shall be the children of the highest for God is kind both to those who are thankful and to those who are not thankful Romans chapter 1 verse 21 and 22 Romans 1 quickly as you have done verse 21 and 22 the bible says because that when they knew god they glorified him not as god neither were thankful they know god but they are not thankful they are not grateful they know god but they don't thank god but because they don't thank God, they became vain in their imagination. Vain? How? Oh, I am the one that kept myself alive. I am the one because of my connection. Ah, I am the one because I read. I am the one because my brother is in place. Vain imagination. And their foolish heart darkened those who do not thank God they are foolish people verse 22 don't take it away we'll see what look at verse 22 professing to be wise because they are not thanking God they think they are wise and the Bible says what are they 
they are fools. They become very foolish. Second Timothy chapter 2 verse 2 Second Timothy chapter 2 verse 2 No, go to Second Timothy 3 2 For men shall be lovers of themselves covetous boasters boast when you boast my walk, my house, my car, like Nebuchadnezzar. When you read Nebuchadnezzar's story in Daniel chapter 4, he was walking in his palace, and it is my hand that has made this and everything. The Bible says, while he was still speaking, boasting, a voice came down from heaven and said, O king, your kingdom will depart from you today. Because you do not recognize that whatever you are and what God has given unto you comes all the way from heaven. You will go and live the rest of your life in the bush. The Bible says he didn't come to his senses until seven years after. Because he was proud. He was arrogant. He was disobedient. He thought he had it all. And he was a foolish man. The Bible says, for men shall be lost up of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents. Look at, and they are on what? Unthankful. Unholy. Why should God do so much for people in our midst? To no escape. Will you not jump up and be given glory to God? If it is your husband or your brother that escaped from being thrown into the ocean, will you not be grateful unto God? I was telling them, There are so many of us who have escaped narrow death. We are here today, the 7th of February. There is an interesting case I wanted to show you. Maybe I will just use that case. The story of a man that God did everything for is illustrative of a foolish man. Can I have First Samuel chapter 25? And I will be pleased if you can make it happen fast. Because I don't want to keep the people waiting. First Samuel 25. Read from verse 2. Samuel was a great man, but he died. There was a man called, there was a man in moon. He has a lot of possessions. Camel, a man very great. He had thousands of sheep and a thousand goats. And he was cheering his sheep in camel. Now, because of time, how I wish I have time to take this passage. This man was so blessed. 
of God. But in verse 3, they describe the character of this man and his wife. I don't know how a very nice lady can marry a very foolish man. Now the name of the man was Nabal. And the name of his wife, Abigail. And she was a woman of good understanding. And of a beautiful countenance. But the man he married was chulich. Arrogant. Proud. Hot-tempered. A foolish man. And evil in his doing. And he was a very wicked man. Look at the opposite. So David was watching the entire investment of this man. While David was running away from King Saul. David now sent a man to him. Ten people. Go to this man. Beg him anything he has that he can give to us. For food is what we are asking for. We have done everything to protect him. Protect his investment. Every blessing and all of that. And the man said, who is David? David said, mention my name to him. Anything you tell him, mention it to him in my name. So that he will know I am the one that sent you. When they delivered the message to him, who said, who is David? Who is David? That I should give my food to him. And the disciples, the servants of David left. David became very angry, put on his truth, and was coming back to come and wiped him out. But you see, the servants of this man made some statement. Can I have from verse 14? From verse 14. But one of the young men told Abigail, the wife, saying, Behold, David sent messengers out of the wilderness to salute our master. And he railed on them. Because the man was a very hot tempered man. He railed on them. Verse 15. But the men were very good unto us. And we were not hot. In other words, dangers did not come near us because of David. Neither did we miss anything. As long as we were conversing with them when they were on the feed. Verse 16. They were a war around us both night and day. All the while, while they were keeping our sheep. Verse 17. Now, therefore, know and consider what thou hast done or will do. For evil is determined against our master and against all his household. For he is, son, is the son of a Bailea that no man can do what? Can speak to him. He doesn't listen to advice. Do you know David? Anywhere David was, God was there. Are you aware of that? So, David said, go and mention my name to the person. In his foolishness, rather than being grateful unto David, 
he denied what David requires of him. That is the story of anyone who will not be grateful. The Bible says he's a war. He was a war. A defense all around us. Please take this message home. Anyone who will be grateful has the following characteristics. Number one, if you see anybody who is thanking God, it's because he's regenerated. He's born again. Ezekiel 36, verse 24. I'm summarizing now. Number two, if you see anybody who is thanking God, it's because he knows God, he's regenerated, he's born again. Ezekiel 36, 24 says, I will put my spirit in them so that they will know me. In fact, you can read it to verse 29. Ezekiel 36, 24 to 29. Number two, they know their God. Daniel chapter 11, verse 32. Those who thank God, our brothers and our sisters who came out here, who escaped narrow death, they know their God. That is why they came to tell you publicly what happened to them privately. The man was alone in the top, on the top mainland bridge. If he didn't come to tell you what God has done, you wouldn't know. They know their God. And they can't hide their God. Some of you are hiding your God. You are ashamed of your God. You are not proud of your God. So you can't talk publicly about your God. So they know their God. They are not ashamed of their God. In a moment, watch for them. When everybody is dancing, if you know those people who gave testimony, just look them. Watch out for them. You will see that their dancing is different. Because they know what God has done for them. Let me ask you a question. Do you know that you don't know how you sleep and you wake up? You just discover that you do what? You wake up. Every day you slept and wake up, you are a dead person until you wake up. Number three. So because they know they are God, they know life is from God. Isaiah 38, verse 18 to 20. They know they are God, and they know that without God, they cannot be alive. The living and the living alone will praise Him. Number four, they refuse to be fools. That is why they are grateful. A foolish man is the one who will not thank God. Number five, they reject wickedness as a way of life. Anybody whom God preserved from January till now, in the years of coronavirus, and you know the danger that is still making all of us to wear face masks is still all around us, and you think it's a joke, then you are a wicked person if you don't thank God. Psalms 109, verse 4 and 5. Number six, they do everything, those who thank God, to please Him. 
They do everything to please God. Those brothers who came out publicly, they know they are not owing God any debt. They have told it to the world. I told you publicly, what you did for me, I didn't hide it. I paid it. Because you died for me publicly on the cross. I appreciate your work over my life. God is always in their thoughts. Those who thank God. They think about God all the time. God is always in their thoughts. First King chapter 8, verse 37, 27. First King 8, 27. They know that their possession is not their own. Excuse me. Maybe because I'm just coming home. There is nothing, nothing you have in this world that will follow you when you are leaving this world. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. So those who do not thank God, let me say one or two things about them. What is the first thing I talk about those who do not, who are not grateful? What is the adjective I use to describe them? They are foolish people. So take that as number one. Those who do not dance, those who do not appreciate the breath of God over their life, they are fools. And I'm not ashamed to call them fools. They are very cruel. They are very rude. They are mean. They are very insensible. Those who do not appreciate God. If I have better adjective to describe them, I will use them. They are like neighbor. They are cruel. They are mean. When you say somebody is mean, it means he can do anything. He's a mean man. He's a wicked man. He's an evil man. He's a, he can poison a person. He can kill a person. He's a crude person. He's insensible. He's wicked. Those who do not appreciate what God does for their lives. Number two, they claim the place of God in their lives. In other words, they don't give glory that belongs to God unto him. They take the glory of God and appropriate it to their lives. That is why they are useless, insensible, quarrel, foolish. Who dares you to stand on the same level with God? The one who holds your breath. Daniel chapter 5, verse 23 says, Is the one who determines your breathing. And you equate when God says in Isaiah 42 verse 8, I will not give my glory to anyone. They claim the place of God. Wow. Three. They abuse the goodness of God. Even though that they know God, they don't acknowledge God as God. 
They are unthankful. Do you know the interesting thing? Allah unders in raw do see one lori. See the people that are doing wickedness. The sun rises on our head, rises on their head. Am I not? Is it not so? They are enjoying the pleasure of rainy season and dry season, but don't envy them because the day of their judgment is coming very soon. So why must God do so much for you and you will not stand up and appreciate God? Their disposition is a disposition of arrogance, pride, self-centered. They are just self-centered. No humility over their lives. Second Timothy that we read earlier on, 2 to 3. And finally, those who do not thank God, they don't retain the knowledge of God in their head. Their heart is a defy heart. So, the reason why we come to church today, therefore, is not to behave like a foolish person. Because the fools have said in their heart that what? There is no God. In this church today, there is no foolish person. I believe so. Everybody has come to appreciate God and to glorify God. Finally, if you read Luke chapter 17, 11 to 18, the story of the 10 lepers, when you thank God, you get more blessing. When you are graceful, you get more blessing. The only leper who came to say thank you? God gave him additional blessing. That is the benefit of you giving glory and honor to God every month. An aeroplane just took off about two weeks ago in America. I was going to Honolulu. Honolulu, I have been there. I was in Honolulu in 2004. I went for a conference. Hawaii, the, 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 the 50th state of America. From California to Honolulu, you will be flying on the sea for five hours. From California. The day I went to Honolulu from California to Hawaii, five hours on the sea. About 200 people were already in the aircraft. Less than five minutes after this aircraft took off, the wind that sustains the aeroplane just began to drop off. Drop off drop off. If they have entered the sea, that would have been the end of the entire people. And suddenly the pilot turned back and returned to base. 
Do you know how we escape evil every day? You don't know. So oftentimes when I thank God, I thank God for the things I don't even know that he has done for me. Because all that I know are too little. But the one he has done that I don't even know. <laughs> let, me tell, let me share a testimony with you. And then we go and pray. I arrived in UK. I was already in London. Five minutes to the boarding of the aircraft that would take me to Nigeria. My driver did not know is he any this thing for the first time. I didn't tell him I was coming. I made another arrangement or somebody will pick me at the airport. So he didn't know I was coming home. I just told him I will soon be arriving. So he didn't know. So he was sending a message to me thinking that I was in America. Meanwhile, I was in London. Five minutes to body my aircraft. When I look at the message, I moved back. I said, what? I'm coming from the U.S. Heading home. This is the report. What you are given to me to where I'm going. What? Instead of joining the queue of those who are filing to the aircraft, I stay aside. I tested it back. I said, what are you saying? I called another person. I called somebody in this exit who is like a son to me. Send money to my driver now. He needs to do some things for me in the house. We made the arrangement and everything. By the time when I arrived, the message that I got from my driver if I didn't get it at that particular time, life would have been so miserable for me. And what was it? Let me decode it. He was sending a message to me that at the redemption camp for the past five days, there has been no light. No light in the camp. That cannot be possible. The turbine broke down. And as at the time he was talking to me, he said, that was his fifth day. And he was saying, Daddy, if there might be things in the house that will require electrification or generator or this and that, so that we can put on the generator. But we need to service it. We need to do this. We need to do that. And I will be arriving in Nigeria. I will be landing six, at 7 o'clock. Put it that way, 7 o'clock. The day, by the time when I got into the house, it was 10. And truly, there has not been light in the camp for five days. The light only came back last night. After almost eight or nine days. I'm coming, I was coming from a place where life, light does not blink. coming from a place that is like heaven on earth. You leave light and you enter into what? 
the temptation, the temperature where I was coming from was minus extreme cold. The temperature here, arriving here, was 32 degrees. Extremely hot. I was running in and out of the bathroom. Now, let me tell you where I'm going. The little, little move of God that we don't appreciate. I got inside the house and I was thanking God that God moved my driver to speak. That if my driver has not sent that message to me, oh my God. So I saw him. It wasn't him that was sending the message. Who was sending it? It was God. That is how God operates in our lives. Little, little things that you must appreciate God for. I thank God, thanking him, thanking him, thanking him for that little. The following day, I called him. He looked at me and said, it was like angel from heaven. He said, daddy, you are I said, I arrived yesterday night. Well, you didn't know. Brothers and sisters, there is an invisible hand of God upon your life that you do not know. Rise up on your feet. Rise up on your feet. Invisible hand of the most high. Just lift up your right hand unto God or your two hands. Appreciate him in a way that you cannot even imagine. Just appreciate him. Just appreciate him. You remember those who are foolish and those who are wise. A foolish man will not raise up his hand because he feels there is no need to thank God. But the wise man will raise up his hand to give him glory, to give him honor, to give him worship. Lift up your hands and bless him. Praise him. Praise him. Those hands, praise him. Praise him. Open your mouth and talk to him and let him hear your voice. 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 Oh yes, Father, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Modupe Moria 